I didn't know you would deliver me this way. I didn't know you would deliver me this way. Oh, I didn't know you would deliver me this way. Deliver me this way. Thank you, my Lord, oh Lord. I didn't know you would favor me, favor me this way. I didn't know you would favor me this way. Oh. I didn't know you honor me this way, deliver me this way. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Hey, thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Yes, thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Amen. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. It is a great to serve the Lord. It is a great to serve Jesus, it is a great deed to serve the Lord, walking in the light of God. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light. Oh, walk, 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 walking in the light. Walking in the light of God. It is a great to serve the Lord. It is a great to serve Jesus. It is a great to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God. Oh, walk, 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 walk. Walking in the light, oh, walk, 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 walking in the light, oh, walk, 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 walking in the light, walking in the light of God. Yahweh, Yahweh, Moyosi, Okola, Okola, Yaeko, Yahweh, Yahweh. Cola, eh, cola, yaweko. Oh, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. Moyo, see your cola, eh, cola, yawekola, La, 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 I don't know the weddings, but I love the song. Hallelujah. Glory. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Eka Kundenjingum. 
I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am I'm your host. Good evening. You are welcome. How are you all doing? It's Sunday and it's Thanksgiving service. What are you thanking for? We should thank God for life, number one. Thank him that you are alive before any other thing. The fact that you are alive is a miracle. Many went to bed last night. They didn't make it. Somebody somewhere is just taking their last breath. But God has still given us the chance and the opportunity to be alive so we can make things right, so we can accomplish our purpose and destiny before we return home. For we have to give an account of our life here on earth. We are not here by chance. We are not here by mistake. But it is the will of God and his will is intentional for us. You who is seeking God, are you intentional seeking him? Do you mean it? Or you are doing it like every other person is doing it? Or you just go to church because that's how you were brought up. That every Sunday you have to go to church. Or you just pray because you hear people say, oh, I prayed and this happened. And like, oh, let me also just try. Or you are praying because... It's been normal to pray to God because we have to have a relationship with him. Are you seeking him just for him to come through for you? Or you're seeking him because it's the right thing to do. You have to seek him. You have to have a relationship with him. Listen, before we dive into the message today, completely, let us welcome Abba Father. Let us welcome Yahweh. Let us welcome the Holy Spirit. Father, for you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle, the great I am that I am. Elohim, Eshadai, Adonai, that's your name. That's who you are, the way maker, way maker, miracle walker, Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Ah, Father, thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we commit this service into your hands. Less of me and more of you. Take over me, Holy Spirit. Father, move like never before. Touch your children. Work miracle in their lives, signs and wonders. Those who need deliverance, Father, deliver them. Those who need healing, heal them and take all the glory when you are done. I cover myself and everyone out there listening to me with the precious blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. The blood that speaks more than every other blood, Father. Let your blood begin to speak for us. Let it begin to fight for us. I soak this household and this environment with your precious blood blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Yahweh. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Man. Whew. My God. Father, I felt like goosebump on my leg. Well, I was praying. That's not how I intended starting it. But hey, it's not me anyways. I'm just a vessel. Take glory, Father. Hey, take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Ghost. Now and forever. Now and forevermore. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Son. 
Take glory, Holy Ghost, now and forevermore. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Ghost, now and forevermore. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Ghost. Now and forever more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I'm not alone. Mm. Yes, Lord. You will never leave me. This woman is covered by the blood. Yes, Yahweh. We are never alone. Our Father is always there. So I've already introduced the message for today. Why I started talking before prayers. The message for today is be intentional as you seek God. We can still put it other way around. It can still be as a question. Are you intentional seeking God? Hmm. Because it's like I'm telling you, if I say be intentional, I'm telling you, right? But I want you to ask yourself, are you intentional seeking God? Or do you have other motives? Are you the one who is trying to play smart with God? Forgetting that he is God, he's all-knowing. He is all-knowing. I was talking with someone yesterday, I was somewhere, and this person was telling me how she encountered, was sharing the words and talking about, I was just talking about my encounters with God. I'm now born again, I'm a woman of God, like, not really like a woman of God, like, how do I put it? I was just saying, I've, I've encountered Christ. I'm now a born again. Let me put it that way. Not necessarily a woman of God. I'm now a born again. I'm a changed person. And what really, God really, really favored me by showing me the dream that you all must have heard me. I've said it so many times on the 4th of August of 2020. God showed me this dream. While I was, you are listening for the first time, you're welcome. God bless you. Um... I was in the waiting room with others waiting to be judged. And in that room, it occurred to me that I'm not making heaven. And I started crying and begging God, asking him to forgive me of my sins. I said, I have forgiven all those who have hurt me. And uh, before you know it, a lady who was there, who she was the only one among us all who were crying. She's the only one who was not panicking. She was praying. She was so confident in her prayers and so reserved and so calm. Minutes. Um, not reserved, but she was so quiet and like she was so ready to meet God. You know, she came and placed uh, a scarf on my head and I felt like current ran through my body. And that's how I woke up and I thank God for giving me another chance. Right, so I was sharing that with her and I was telling how my encounters with God, how I was in the kitchen and Jesus appeared and I even shared the one that I was drilling one Sunday and I had to come on and preach and I told you guys all this. I said I had to come on and preach and I was like, let me just go and preach after after I'm grilling, when I'm done with my grilling, then I'll go and shower and, and God was like, always give God the best. So I ran into the bathroom, I bathed and I sprayed my Chanel Gabriel perfume that I even thanks. I have it on Facebook. I think it's titled Always Give God the Your Best. 
you know, so I was sharing that and many other things were talking. And she also was sharing her encounters with me. She said each time she prays and she fasts, she always see God always reveals things to her. But she's kind of weak now or something. And she even said once, she shared one with me that while she was back home before she traveled abroad, um, she was taking a nap or she was siesting on a fateful afternoon. I think I don't need music this today is so kind of I can't get seem to get the right song so I better pause it that way and so she said um she was taking a nap and, or she was siesting and she saw Jesus she didn't see the face but you know from his chest downward and she was like he called her name and she said who are you she said Jesus he said Jesus and she said Jesus how like how how can this be jesus you know like even in her dream she was doubting like who am i that jesus will visit me because i had to ask jesus how meaning she was like how me you jesus like you know and she said she said that jesus said doubting tom jesus said you are doubting just like thomas and jesus opened his um robe and showed her where he was pierced at his side and his hand and she started crying and Jesus also at one point was crying. And Jesus said, and she, she was like, why are you crying? Jesus said, I'm crying because I love you so much. I'm going to miss you. Your ways doesn't match with my ways. I love you so much, so much, but you keep doing the things that are not of me. Like you keep sinning. I can't help you anymore. I'm sorry. I have to let you go. And she said she was crying and said, give me one more chance. Jesus said, no. Like, I can't do anything. Jesus held her. And I think they were walking. And Jesus said, I have to escort you. You're on your way to hell. So they got to the junction. He said, one wide road and a narrow road. And Jesus showed her the wide road. That that is the road to hell. And Jesus was about to take the road to heaven to go back. Jesus looked at her. I think that's what she said. Nah? She looked at her and she said, I'll give you one more chance. And she woke up. She was terrified. She said she was alone in the house. She ran out of the room, went outside. She needed she needed to talk to somebody. She said she needed help. She called somebody and then called the junior brother. The brother came. They tried to book um, to visit one senior pastor. They could not see the woman. You know, pastors with protocols, you know, they could not see this lady. Not all, some, especially when they are those ones that are, let me use the word popular or famous, right? The big guns, pastors, those big pastors who are like, yeah, you know what I mean? So she could not, they could not reach this woman. Finally, she never saw this woman. To book an appointment was a problem. She said she became closer to God or close to God. She started praying and, you know, trying to please God, to live her life, to please God. Then while she was talking, she made a statement. She said, mm, I think your environment really has, like someone's environment, wherever we find ourselves, it really has a role that it plays in our spiritual life. And immediately I caught her. I said, no, it's, it all depends on that person. Yeah, am I? Am I not living in Europe? Am I not abroad? Yes. I can't say it's been for me like this all the way. No, God called me. On the 23rd of April of 2021. And uh, before now, I rededicated my life 2017, but I was going back and forth with God, not until He showed me that dream. 
which was a warning and probably a last chance because I could have died in my sleep and not make heaven, right? They would have said something, maybe it was heart attack or whatever, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, you are not making heaven. Whatever kills you, somebody will die somehow. But the thing is, you are not making heaven, right? That's what it would have been my case. I would not have made heaven. No matter the story that would have been there, the next day people would be like, oh, I saw her yesterday. She was in church. Oh, we're together. This day I met her here. We talk ah, and this and that. But where is she? She didn't make heaven. So we should think of our life after here. That is what matters. You should be the one to control yourself, not the other way around. Let the world not control you, but rather control. You can't control the world, but you can control the things that happens around you. You can choose to be different. It's all about decision making. When I woke up from that dream, I said, hey, Mbole, this is your life. You go alone. You'll not go with somebody. I stopped calling friends. I stopped picking calls even. When you call me and I know this one, the call... It's not helping my spiritual life. I don't even pick. Probably I might respond to you two days later or I avoid even talking with people. What I do is they will call and I will not pick and probably I just send you a message. I might either write you or send you a, 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 a note, you know, a voice, a voice message telling you either, okay, probably I was busy or I didn't want to pick or I just like, okay, you called me. What's the deal? What's up? And then you let me know from there, I can know, you know, even up till now, I still do it. I avoid talking to people. At times it's draining because they don't even have anything to tell you. So you should pray for God to give you the spirit of discernment. There are some people who, when they call you, they will want to keep you on phone for hours and they're not saying anything good. Some will call you either just to condemn or they'll call you, tell you the story, tell you that it's not helping you in any way. We did that while we're in the world. Now we are not. We are children of God. We should live a Christ-like life. That when we're having a conversation with somebody, we should impact that person's life. When they see us, they should be able to see the Christ in us. I spoke about the sense she was like, oh, my spirit life is really weak now or something. Um, can we be praying together? I said, no, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't. Like if we can have a program where we go, I don't do prayer meetings. I don't. I said, no, I'm very busy. I have my own people I have to preach to. God has called me, and this is what he has sent me to do. I have to preach. Wednesdays and Sunday, except otherwise, I'm not supposed to miss those two days. The rest of the other five days, as I have the messages I have to. Besides, I have morning evangelism that I do almost every day. So where is the time? Plus, I have work. I have kids to take care. I have to study. I have my own time to spend in God's presence. No. I said, but if there's something, if you want me to pray for you, if there's something, call me as I'm late, I will. But to say we are making prayer meeting. No, 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 no. No. I won't do that. It's all about discipline. It's a matter of choice. I saw that dream and I ran with it. Some people will see it. There are people who even see situations that even went to hell and God brought them back or God even showed them hell. But after a while, people tend to forget these things. It's really sad. It's really sad. I pray that if you've gotten such an experience, you should not forget it as time goes by. Hold on to it. I pray. And for you who have not have it, I pray you hold on to God. Either way, don't be like doubting Thomas. I want to see before I believe. 
because that dream i don't wish to have it again it was so terrifying i don't wish to have that dream my prayer is for god to help me let me stay let me be steadfast with him in his way in his dealings in my ways in everything i do let it be that it glorifies god let our environment pray for you today let your environment let your situation not make you seek god now when you have what you want you get you turn you away from him then you are a user and i was just sharing with my kids this evening i said now i can understand why there are so many churches so many churches in africa yet yet the people are not progressing there are some streets in a street you have about 10 churches or 15 every two three houses a church after every three block you go there there's a church there in this house they are doing prayer they call it prayer cell prayer meeting in this house they are meeting there every friday for prayer you go down there there is a church opposite here there is a like but if you look at the lives of the christian you begin to wonder some people used to blame the pastors. Oh, they are brainwashing the Christians. They are not telling them this. They are not telling them. No, if you look at it, most of them, their motives are not right. Their motives are not right. Some will be prayerful. They will preach. They will speak in tongues. They will say all oh, just because of the situation they find themselves. Not because they really want to serve God. Some because they don't have a job, like they are praying, our Father should come through for them and give them a job. I love Jesus, I've given my life. But Jesus knows you. He knows your intention. At times, he will even let it be. He will even give you that thing you are asking. Then before you know it, they are recolor. They will show their real true self. And tell me, it won't last. Because you fall back and then you come again to God. And God will be like, no, I helped you the first time. Why well, did this? What did you do? You turn your back. That's why God doesn't pray, play with his true servants. Those ones who are steadfast, those ones who are there, they know, yes, this is just the right thing to do. I don't want anything. In as much as we always have wants, but my priorities first is to seek God. Listen, when I read the Catholic My Life 2017, when I started watching um, Queen Belema, a Billy of um, Queen Belema um, Ministries, School of Power, she's my mentor. She led me to Christ. When I started watching her 2017, I said, Father, all I want is you. Like, I was... I just wanted to be saved. I wanted to make heaven. I didn't have any motive of becoming a woman of God. It was a, like, it was far-fetched. I never for once thought of it. But what I remember vividly is that 2016, I was standing in front of my mirror after I, I put to bed. I had so, I gained so much weight and I lose weight. After I did the keto diet and I lose so much weight, I was standing in front of my mirror and I admire myself. I'm like, oh, me, I'm going to take this beautiful shape and I'm going to dance Makosa in heaven. And later on, 2017, I started saying, no, people have to know that beautiful people, fine people can serve God. And we don't need to be desperate or frustrated before we serve God. That's what I was saying to myself. I said, this is me. I'm married. I have kids and these and that. Yes, I can serve God. 
I must not only go to God when you don't need to go to God when you, you, you're, you're seeking for a wife, a, a husband. Instead, some people, when they are blessed, they're like, no, I have it all. Why should I seek God? No. That's the time you have to hold him because he's the one who will keep those, your riches. He's the one who gave it to you, by the way. It's not your hard work. No. He gave you that intelligence. He gave you those business ideas that you are, you, you are you're putting in now and you are, in, you, you, are exploring, you, are, you, you are expanding your business. He gave you those ideas. So let's not play smart and let's not try to be selfish that we are seeking God because of selfish reason, we want him to come through for us. No. He told me, he said, listen, your, your, your intention, right? How did he put it? No. Your engagement, not intention, sorry. Your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you. Which is very obvious. Do you pray just once a day or once every two weeks or when you have a problem, that's why when you come to him or you pray as you wake up from bed, Father, I thank you for this day. I commit this day of today into your hands as you provide us with today's bread, provide for the less privileged, order our steps. You pray and you thank him. In the afternoon, you do same. At night, you do same. Even while you are at work, while you are driving, while you even sit there having a conversation with somebody, you say, Father, thank you for this opportunity. Or you take your children out, you just look at them and say, Father, thank you. I bless your name for giving me these children. Give me the grace and the wisdom I need to raise them. Father, I thank you for my life. You just feel good like, Father, thank you. You just look at yourself and say, Father, thank you for making me me. Thank you for rescuing me the other day. Thank you, Father. For saving my life. Thank you for providing for me. Or you go to him when you don't have anything. That's when you go. Oh father please forgive me. Provide for me. I will save you. He provides you run again. No. 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 That's wrong. We have to have a relationship with him. It's a relationship and it's a give and take. That's why he said. Your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you. I want to show people something in the Bible. Let's take a Bible and take a look at the book of Daniel. Daniel 6.10. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Daniel 6.10. Let me read my New Living Translation. It says, there's a moment. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his windows open towards Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Amen? Amen. This is Daniel that they throw in the lion's den. And God came through for him. God sealed the mouth of the lion. If you read, you understand what I am saying. If you read from the very beginning. Because of time constraint, we can't read the whole book. But what happened was Daniel was praying. Daniel found favor where he was. But they signed a decree that they don't want to see anybody praying again in the name of God, the Father, or in the name of God, or any other thing, or any other name, except the name of their king. And Daniel was like, okay, I know only God. He's the only one and only true God. No matter what you do, I'm still going home and I pray. Daniel still went home. 
He didn't say, no, I'm afraid this book can kill me. The Bible said, be afraid of the one who can kill the body and the soul. Not just the one who can kill the, the body. Then he was like, no, if you poke my body, God is there. I'm going to meet him. So I'll just go back and do the usual, the normal thing that I usually do. Praying three times a day. That's why God came true for him the way God did in a big way. Something that you will know that, hey, this can only be God. It was not when he was thrown in the lion's den that he started praying. He has been praying ever since. It's been a tradition for him. It's been a fashion. It's been his way. It's been a style, a lifestyle. It is his lifestyle. Waking up in the morning, pray, go to work. Come back, he prays. Before he goes to bed, he sleeps. And probably even at work, there are times he will take him between and even say, Father, see me true. I thank you. I bless your holy name. It all counts. There's some prayers you are praying now. They are not working for you now. In the future, that's when they will start working. That's why we have to keep praying. All the prayers Daniel has been praying, his trust, his faith in God. That's what came true for him while he was there at the lion den. Not immediately when he was true. He has been praying. God has been hearing him. That's why God was like, hey, this is my son. They put him in the lion's den. Okay, I'm going to show them that I am God. And God came through for him. Same with Shadrach and his and co. You don't start praying when you have trouble. In good times, pray. In bad times, pray. When things are good, give God thanks. When things are not going well, pray. Let's be intentional in seeking God. Let's not go there thinking we are smart. We want to outsmart him. Oh, let me just behave now. Let me just be a born again. When I have that visa, when I go abroad, they will see me. I will show them. Now you are the first to go to church. You clean the altar. You will sing. While you practice, they say, who are there to watch the church? You are going there. Washing your... Um, no, you don't do this. You don't do that, sorry. You don't do that. It's wrong. Do it because it's the right thing to clean the church. I remember when I first came in Germany, 2005, and uh, my brother's ex-wife took me. We went to visit a friend. This guy was from Liberia. And in their complex, there was a Cameroonian living. In my brother's city then, we had Cameroonians there, but most of them were Francophones. Like if we had 40, 37 were Francophones. The ones who speak French. Cameroon is a bilingual country, right? So we speak French and English. And the three were Anglophones. My brother, a friend uh, um, a friend of his, a classmate of her. Then we've not even known her, so we're saying three. Because my brother and two other guys. So while we went to visit in that complex, this Liberian guy went to the next door or something. That guy was living the same um, floor with him, went there and rang his bell and said, oh, there's a Cameroonian girl who just came there in my apartment. Probably you know her, just come and say hello. And this boy came. I didn't know him. He didn't know me either. So, but just coming to here, you know, back then, we're very few. We hear that somebody is from your country here. You, oh, you want to meet them. So that's what happened. He came and he met me and we started talking. And he told me something. If I see this boy today, I won't even know him. Stanley, 
That's his name. He said, my sister, you see this Wyman country? <laughs> he said, you see this abroad that we've come like this? Yeah, there is nothing you can do without God. He said, everything here yeah, that you want to achieve, make sure you pray. It's only God who can give it to you. You can't bribe your way. Like in Africa, you can bribe your way. Like if you don't have papers, you can go and pay the police. That's okay, police, this is what I want. Or the immigration. Yeah, you can't. So it's only God who will touch the heart of whoever is handling your case at the immigration office for them to give you your, your, your permits. You want a job. It's only God. You will do your application, but keep praying. And that thing clink on my head. I held on to that guy's word. He said, if you were praying once a day in Cameroon, yeah, you have to pray three times because it's only prayers. And that's the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth. Because yeah, you can't go, you can't have your, your way around. It has to be God. It has to be God. That's why you don't only go to him now because hey, I want him, let me pray for him to give me that paper. After that paper, something else will come. You will need God. You need him. Then all the rest of your life, we need God. So let's hold him tight and he will hold us also. James 4, it's a come close to God. And God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinner. Purify your heart. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Come close to him. Don't be one leg here, one leg there. Give him your all. Say, Father, I belong to you. I want to serve you. It doesn't mean if you are serving God, you look so haggard or whatever. Do I look that way? No. I'm one happy person. Like, I'm good and I'm happy doing this. I am blessed. When I look homeless, you say, oh, because she's homeless. That's, uh, uh, that's why she's praying. She's talking about God because all her hope is on God. No. Thank God he has given me a roof. I have a roof over my head. Do I look frustrated? No. So why do we think people have to get to that state before they praise God, before they can talk about God? It's wrong. Pray. Praise him while you have it all. Because he gave it to you. He gave it to you. My brothers and sisters, as you have listened to me today, I pray you will be intentional in seeking God. As you have listened to me today, I repeat again, I pray that you will be intentional in seeking God. May God help you seek him wholeheartedly, without any motives, without trying to be smart, because we can never ask smart God. He is all-knowing. I pray God help you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we want to thank you for this session. We want to thank you for our lives. I thank you for all those who are listening, all my followers, Father. May you bless them. May you help them to seek you intentionally. May you help them Father, Lord, to live the life that you want them to live, the life you have so desire, designed for them, a life pleasing to you alone. 
Father, it's a new week. We commit it into your hands. And as our children are resuming school from this fall season, Lord, may you be with them. May you guide them. May you protect them. May you order their steps. Yahweh, cover them with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. May you provide us our daily bread. May you provide for the less privileged, Father. Before we even ask you to provide for them, Father, we thank you for always providing for us because we have never gone hungry. We've never gone to bed without food, without food in our stomach. We've never gone for days without us eating. If we go for days without us eating, it's either we are fasting or matter of choice. But Father, we thank you. We thank you for blessing us so much. We thank you for providing for us. We thank you for good health. We thank you that all our body parts are complete. We thank you that we are not lying in the hospital sick. We thank you for a roof over our head. We thank you for clothes. We thank you for shoes. There are some people out there who don't have shoes. We thank you that we have. We thank you, Father, for our family. We thank you for you being you in our life, God. That man is not God, but you are God. Because if man was God, we will not be here today. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the relationship we have with you. We thank you for always watching over us, for always providing for us. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of life. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you for the things you've allowed to happen in our life, the pains we've gone through, because those pains have shaped our lives. And they brought us closer to you and revealed your, yourself in our lives. Because you came through for us in a way that we know that this can only be God, not man. We thank you, Father. We can't thank you enough, Yahweh. But we bless and glorify your holy name. Thank you for internet. Thank you for all the pastors, the women of God and men of God who are out there preaching, feeding your children. The real ones, not the fake ones. Father, bless them. Bless their work, Father. Reward them in this life and year after. Thank you for their families that are supportive. All the men of God and women of God who have families, children, wives, husbands, siblings, mothers, who are supporting them, helping them to make their work easy, either in cooking, taking care of their clothes, so they have enough time to study their word, to pray and to to preach to your children. Thank you for their family members. Thank you for all those who've accepted your call because there are people you are calling, they are running. All those who want to work for you, Father, thank you for their lives. Like Jesus says, the harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. So the few who've accepted the call, thank you for their lives, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for always being there for us. For those who are going to bed this night, we thank you that you've seen them through throughout this day of today. You took them out. You brought them home safe and sound. You provided them with their daily bread. You kept them away from that accident. Thank you. For those that is done, we thank you for a new day in their lives. We pray that you will order their steps this today. You will guide them throughout this week in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. We thank you, Yahweh. Father, we commit this week into your hands that may you order our steps. May you protect us. May you provide for us. May our part and that of the enemy not cross. 
and that whatever trap they have set out there, let them fall in it themselves. Let them be caught in their own web. Let them eat their flesh and drink their blood, Yahweh. And that every arrow and any arrow that they have sent to us, we send it back to sender. Somebody say, back to sender, back to sender. Let there be confusion in their gathering. Anywhere that they have gathered, any tongue that is speaking evil against us, Father, chop off those tongues and bring confusion in their midst. Let them scatter in the mighty name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, let them begin to fight among themselves in the mighty name of Jesus. Any wish, any wizard afflicting us in any way, Lord, Holy Ghost, fire on that witch and wizard. Your words say, suffering not a wish to die, Father. May they die. If they don't confess and accept you as their personal Lord and Savior, let them die in the mighty name of Jesus. Every negative declaration upon our lives, I send it back to sender. Every curse, I turn it into a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We shall not die, but we shall live to testify of the good works in our lives. Your good works, Yahweh. Because without you, we are nothing. We can't do anything without you. We thank you for blessing us so much. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Yahweh. We pray for your grace for us to continue to do your work. And that you continue to use us to glorify your name. We thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We thank you, Yahweh. I cover this prayer session, cover myself and everyone out there listening to me with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Until we meet again, go out, pray love, share love. You are all blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. You have a blessed and a wonderful night. Your week is blessed. Your week is blessed. The angels of the Lord are with you. Keep praying. Listen to the messages. Read your Bible. Have a relationship with God and make it intentional. As you seek him. Until we meet again. I love you all. Bye bye.